looking to better balance your life and weight? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Shred Life Podcast, providing you the guidance and tools to become a new version of yourself with your hosts, Dave and Laura Moreno. Hey, everybody. Hey, Shredders. Welcome to the Shred Life Podcast, episode number 37. 37. So good. Yeah. And what are we talking about today? We are talking stressful thoughts. Last week, we talked stressful thoughts, right? So we we introduced, yeah, we touched on it uh, on our last episode um, as part of, you know, changing the temperature. We're talking about that and we're saying how stressful thoughts and the power. We kind of went in a bit of a tangent. We said, you know what? We need a whole episode dedicated to stressful thoughts to really show people what these all are, Mm -hmm. right? And stressful thoughts are the reoccurring pattern type thoughts that we have. They start off very general. And then they finish very specific about whatever topic you're in. But when we go through them, we're going to go through the top, um, say, five stressful thoughts today. And I want to, you know, you're going to fill in the blanks after the very general part to whatever specific is in your life. So these are very powerful for everything from weight loss to career to finance to anything you deal with, relationships. These things will be stressful thoughts in all of those situations at some point in time. Mm -hmm. And the nice thing is we'll talk about each one and how you can change them. Beautiful. Because learning how to change a stressful thought, repurpose the stressful thought, and remove the stressful thought will allow you to just have thoughts. And when you just have thoughts, anything's really possible because you can figure things out. When you have stressful thoughts, it's like you putting the stress net over your future and being like, I can only achieve this, mm-hmm. nothing more. I can only make this much money in my, in my job, nothing more. I can only have this type of relationship, nothing more. Stressful thoughts cast this net over every situation and don't let you expand, expand beyond that. Right. And, so, I, and I love that we're offering solutions yeah. because I feel like everybody and the internet especially is so good at just pointing out everything that's wrong and won't serve you. And then you're just like, oh, okay, so I understand I'm a hot mess. But now what? And it's just like, no, sorry, that's no. All all I was here for was to write an article about how you're a hot mess. So what I'll say (laughs) here is we are a solution podcast. Yes. We are not a problem podcast. We talk about a lot of the problems in your life, but in a way to offer solutions. If you're looking to just hear about problems, there are so many resources you could go to Mm -hmm. to just hear about problems. It's just really wine fest. 2018. I think that's an there. actual thing. But I mean like W-H-I-N-E. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, wine, like, I think they actually have Wine call Fest the weekend in like Napa Valley yeah. and Megra in the Lake. And <laughs> Catalina Wine Mixer. Yeah, yeah. Catalina <laughs> Wine Mixer. So glad you cleaned up that sentence. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> stressful thoughts. Number one. Okay. Why didn't I blank? So this is the the mentality. You know, you get into this and you're like, why didn't I call them back? Or why didn't I just do that in the beginning? Why didn't I? And you're, you're going through and questioning why you didn't take an action that you just didn't take. Well, and even like, why didn't I see this coming? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that's, that one. That's a huge one, yeah. right? And I've, I feel like you can pull that out of pretty much any part of your so life, right? with weight loss, why didn't I... Stop eating that cheesecake. Why didn't I stop oh, at one that is serving? Such a good one. And it's why I didn't I control myself last night? That's probably one of the most stressful thoughts for weight loss. Oh, yeah. Why didn't I? Because it's always regret. Yeah. Right. And what so I, what I want you to think. OK, so when you think let's you know, let's stick in the weight loss realm on this one. Why didn't I control myself at dinner? Right. 
the stressful thought, why didn't I control myself at dinner, is producing what? It's not producing joy. It's not producing happiness. It's not producing love. It's not producing anything that serves you. It's producing guilt. Mm-hmm. It's producing frustration. It's producing stress, right? Typically, all these thoughts will produce those three things. A little bit of fear in some of these stressful thoughts, too. Well, and that's all stressful thoughts are for. It's just kind of like yourself saying, um, I just want to make sure you're down. Yeah. And then I just want to make sure I can give you a swift kick. Because right. I love to kick you when you're down. I love to help you beat yourself up. And so I'm going to make you second guess everything. Right. So why didn't I control myself last night is like the entry level mailroom type stressful thought. It's really not what's bothering you. Right. It is a stressful thought that's being produced. But what's truly bothering you about that? Why didn't I control myself last night? The real stress from that is the is is really the thought behind it of you failed. Mm-hmm. You're not good enough. Mm-hmm. You're never going to do this. You're not built for this. Other people would succeed and I will not. Right? And it creates all these, every stressful thought probably has a hundred other points of stress that are circulating in your brain and just causing this range of emotion of all negative, right? Negative states. And so sadness, fear, depression, um, you know, pulling away any joy that you have in your life and the stressful thoughts just causing that. So why didn't I is a question. Anytime you find yourself in the why didn't I control myself last night, why didn't I, you know, make the right choice, whatever it is, move on. So if it's why didn't I do this, then you simply have to go to doing that from now on. Because in your head, you're thinking, why didn't I? You won't change the past. So whatever you think you, why didn't I, what you should have done, That's what you do from now on. Next time you're in that situation, just do that. And the stressful thought will go away because that stressful thought will not serve you going forward. You learn from it. You take the thing you should have done and you do that instead. Mm -hmm. Okay. And there's a few that are very similar in stressful thoughts, but they're very unique in the way they do them. Right. But why didn't I in particular is one that you can take the answer for that and just apply it towards the future. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Number two. But what if... Oh, that is one's like, held me back. I tell you that. Yeah, I think I think all of us can relate to this in in some in some regard. Well, no, and, only and again, only people who have tried to do hard things. If you've right. never tried to do hard things, you've never questioned. But what if? Mm-hmm. Well, and I was just thinking, this is one um, you deal with a lot with clients Thanks, in the Laura. entrepreneurial. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, Wait, when, call me. No, out. no, when you're when you're coaching entrepreneurs yes, and even still when I'm helping as well with them. And then I'm thinking this is also one I just coached for an hour on this um, with relationships, somebody entering the dating world. And it's just, but what if, but what if it turns out he doesn't like me? But what if like, I mean, I've never used this app before. And what if it's all just like freaks or something? And, but what if, you know, I I like the person and they don't like me back and then I'm just kind of left hanging. And it's just this game that our brain is like, hey, let me distract you from any chance of moving forward. Right. Okay? Let me just throw out 1,000 other scenarios and make no mistake, every one of those scenarios has a negative tone to them 
because it's it's not typically, but what if this thing goes even better than that? Right. And what if this one leads to huge success? It's but what if but what if I die? But what if what if we fail miserably? Yeah. What if I lose all my money and everything is just so womp womp. So those three words when I when I start working with a new client and I work with typically coaches or any service based entrepreneurs, right? Doctors, mm-hmm. dentists, lawyers, doesn't matter, who want to grow by seven figures. Right? This is like big time stuff. This isn't, mm-hmm. you know, little growth anymore. They want to grow by seven figures. But what if those three words have cost these professional people mm-hmm. more money than any other set of three words I have ever seen? Because when I start coaching them, the but what if comes up so much. And here's what we do because it's a stressful thought. And people like literally on these but what ifs, millions of dollars are on the line. Right? And here's what we do. We do it the same for weight loss for relationships or for million dollar businesses it doesn't matter the method is the same that's just it that's what i love about coaching is everything is relatable oh absolutely somehow so on but what if all you do is you are programmed in in your current zone you are programmed to put a, a negative response there but what if and you think of the worst solution because your primitive brain is only based on survival Mm-hmm. And your primitive brain just stands there and goes, keep them alive, keep them alive. All I got to do is keep them alive. Mm-hmm. So, but what if I fall? But what if the plane crashes? But what if I get in a car accident, right? All these negative tones. I want you to any time, but what if comes up, I want you to put the opposite of what your first thought is. So if your first thought is, but what if I fail? I want you to out loud say, but what if I succeed, Right. So if someone says to you, if I'm, you know, we're talking about um, weight loss, but what if I lose 10 pounds and I put it all back on? Okay. So all I want you to do is do something different. But what if I lose 100 pounds and keep it off forever? Mm-hmm. How much different do those two thoughts feel when you actually say them? Right. But what if I lose 10 pounds and put it all back on? That's a stressful thought. That's going to create this hormonal stress in the body. Literally, when you think these stressful thoughts, guys, your blood chemistry changes. Every single piece of the body, the hormones released, the way your blood circulates in the body physically changes because of the negative energy produced from that thought. Mm -hmm. So you know the impact that that can have on you. It puts you in the dumps. Imagine the impact if you completely flipped that statement by using the opposite. So that saying... Um, but what if I fall? Yeah. And then it says, oh, oh, but, but, oh, darling, but what if you fly? Right. You right? have that on a I have that downstairs. Yeah. yeah. And I know that one too. Um, but it's the truth. So every time you have this stressful thought, but what if I blank, insert the opposite, say it out loud, say it twice, say it three times, however long you need to, to change the blood chemistry into the positive zone. Well, and a lot of times, a lot of the reason you're saying, but what if I, it's typically because you're not familiar with actually getting the results you're looking for. So you are basically telling yourself, I can't do this because I've never done it before. Right. It's like kind of like failing ahead of time. So that's where all the, the thoughts come in, the stressful thoughts of, but what if I, what if this happens and what if this happens and what if this happens? Right. Yeah. So it's as simple as putting in the opposite, right? And do it again enough times to change the chemistry in your blood, to change the chemistry of your body so that it's not just something you say, you actually start believing and thinking in the positive zone about that situation. 
whether it be weight loss or finances or whatever. But what if I fail? But what if you succeed? Mm-hmm. But what if I fall? Oh, but what if you fly? Mm-hmm. Right? What if I lose 10 pounds and, and put it back on? Oh, but what if I lose 100 and keep it off? Mm-hmm. Right? It's the same amount of energy to think the thought. You just have to change the end of that sentence. Okay? Third stressful thought. I can't find my blank. Can't <laughs> find my keys. Can't find my wallet. Can't find my phone. Can't find my way. Right? That's something you say, too. It doesn't have to be a physical object. Some people are like, I just can't find my way with this weight loss stuff. All right? I just can't find my way to this restaurant. Mm-hmm. Like physical things, mental things, doesn't matter. I can't find. There is a real stressful thought there. I can't find something is saying that, the, you know, the presupposition to that is that you've, you've essentially failed in finding something. When you say you've lost something, you say you're saying that you have lost it. When that may not be the case. They could have been moved. You may have never known how to be in there, whatever the case. So when you say you've lost your keys, I can't find my keys. For the first moment, it feels uncomfortable. But then after two minutes, three minutes of not finding your keys, you may start to sweat a bit. What is the stressful thought that's really behind that sentence? Is it that you're going to be late and you're always late? Or that, um, you know, someone's going to tell you, I told you so. Like, you should put your keys away. Why are they always, why you just always throw them random places? Put them on the hook. Yeah. Or... You know, I told you to always keep your phone nearby. Yeah. You know, why don't you're you worried, charge your phone? You're worried about that. I told you so. Exactly. In, in your ear. And so many of us like dread that. We'd rather get hit by a car than hear somebody <laughs> tell us, I told you so. Right. It's, yeah, I, I, it's very interesting to see that reaction in people right. for sure. So that may be your stressful thought. It really isn't that you can't find something. Yeah. In this case, there's actually a hidden stressful thought behind the, I can't find my keys. And I it's expect either, better from myself. Yeah. I should have known better. Right. Um, I grow, always do this. Growing up, I always did this. Why Why did I change now that I'm on my own? Right. Or, you know, it's just, why am I so disorganized? I'm so disappointed in myself. Yeah. And you start generalizing and then you start, you start diagnosing yourself with imaginary diseases. Mm-hmm. Like when it's keys, right? You start diagnosing yourself as a late person. Oh, I'm going to be late. I'm always late. It's probably not the case. You're probably playing your highlight reel, right, um, of being late. Or you're playing your current reality against somebody else's highlight reel. Mm-hmm. And I love this one because we do this with comparison so much. Mm-hmm. When you compare yourself to someone who you see on Instagram or you see, you know, in the news or you just hear snippets of, you play your deepest, darkest reality against their best moment. Mm-hmm. And you wonder why you don't stack up. Well, and for some reason, we just let that Regina George come out in us where we're just oh, like, yeah. shame, Total shame, shame. Yeah. And it's just, it's so harsh. You would never dare treat someone else like that. But for some reason, it's perfectly fine to be such a jerk to yourself. Right. No. And, and that's, so when you go into, you know, that you're comparing that current reality you're really like, let's take an example on this because I just love this area. When you are currently holding your sick child who just threw up all over the bed and on you and your hair's a mess and you haven't slept in three days and you pull up Instagram and you see this other mom that you know or another lady out there who just pulled out a dozen fresh cookies out of the oven and is in her apron and just smiling there with her daughter with fresh baked cookies for the bake sale. Mm-hmm. And you go... Man, 
I was going to say, are we bleeping any no, of this? No, that's why I went, you go, and then I just said, man, hmm, well, right? What the, yeah. So you're going to say things that we would have to mark explicit on this podcast if we said. Yeah. And you, because you are taking your worst current reality mm-hmm. and you're pitting against her literally freeze frame second of her life. You have no idea what that other person goes through. Well, and it doesn't even have to be someone you know, because I feel like no, no, nine out of ten times it isn't. It's the woman that you're following from, for instance, I, I follow somebody on HGTV. This happened to me earlier. I was yeah. laying in bed and I was like, I can't breathe. I hate being pregnant. This hurts. I'm so uncomfortable. And I'm looking at this woman who's also pregnant and she looks gorgeous and I'm like I haven't worn makeup in five days and she's just laying in bed and her hair is beautifully curled (laughs) and her sheets are so white and the sun is out and I'm just like come on yeah Yeah. and so you're you're (laughs) you are comparing your worst moment yeah to her highlight reel exactly nobody puts a pic well I shouldn't say nobody some do not many people put their worst moment on Instagram no that's not what Instagram was built for people Instagram wasn't to say Look at how shitty my life is. And that's your intention-seeking significance powerhouse exactly. that needs that. Did I remind myself that I had just run up the stairs and couldn't breathe and that's why I had to lay down in the first right. place? No. I just found this most beautiful Instagram photo and was just like, must be nice. So when you come to that, I can't find my, right? It's the same thing as comparing. Like You end up going to that deep hole of comparing yourself. Mm-hmm. I can't find my keys. Why am I the only person? I can't find my wallet. I can't find my way. I can't find a way to take off this 10 pounds. I can't find my willpower. Mm -hmm. And you can. The second you can identify what you can't find, you can now seek it out. Stop focusing on the stressful thought of not finding it and start focusing on the opportunity to seek that thing out. Don't focus on the negative. Focus on the positive. That's all you have to do. Don't get into the comparison mindset. Don't get into self-diagnosing yourself with all these Horrible diseases like lateness, like no makeup disease, like pregnancy as a disease. No, these are all could be beautiful states if you take away the stress from the thought. Mm -hmm. So I can't find my keys. Could the thought could be I'm looking for my keys. There's more optimism in looking for your keys than already deciding on the result. I can't find my keys is you deciding right now that you cannot find them. Mm -hmm. It's like saying, I cannot succeed. We're I cannot we're lose weight. done here. Yeah. Right. No, I am looking to succeed. I am looking for my keys. I am looking to lose weight. Right? There's a stressful thought that you can easily change and provide some optimism on. Number four, I knew I should have. Oh. And again, it's just this. Diving into the past. Opportunity to just beat yourself up and. You know, I knew I should have followed my gut. I knew I should have had that person figured out. I knew I should have, you know, skipped dinner tonight because I feel like this now. First of all, no, you didn't. You didn't know it. Because if you really knew it, you would have done it. Yeah. Right? Monday morning, everybody is the best football coach in the world. Monday morning, everyone knows what they should have done on the field on Sunday. The day after the game, the day after the guy lost the gold medal, the day after the movie flops, everybody knows why. Oh, well, I would have done that differently. You know, I would have 
you know, if he had just had focused a bit more, whatever the case, everyone always knows what people should have done. Mm-hmm. Do they really know? Did they really know? But it makes them feel better to say that they knew it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I, I knew that. I knew that was going to happen. No, you didn't. Mm-hmm. Right? So what's the stressful thought there? It's that you, you're convincing yourself that you knew the right answer and you didn't listen to yourself. You're saying that your advice at that time wasn't worthy. The truth is, the real stress is that you actually didn't know that and you're trying to convince the world that you did. Mm-hmm. That's the stress behind that thought. It's not that you actually knew and you didn't listen to your gut. No, 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 no. Don't lie to yourself. The real stress, that really, really deep real stress comes from the fact that you actually didn't know. You didn't see it coming. Mm-hmm. And so all you can do from that stressful thought is what you knew, what you apparently knew you should have done, learn it and next time do it. It's the same when we talked about why didn't I. I knew I should have. Anytime you go into the past on one of those trying to convince yourselves that you knew the right path and that you should have done this in the past, all that regret and all that feeling you get, simply take what you think you knew and apply it to the future. So if you knew you shouldn't have, um, or I knew I should have, um, called that person back, or I knew I should have went for that walk, or I knew I should have avoided that restaurant, then learn it and apply it from now on. Call that person back. You never go to that restaurant again. Go for that walk every time you don't want to because you knew you should have. Mm-hmm. Because the second time it happens, yes, you did know. Yeah. Right? You knew because you already said you did in the past, so I know that you know now. You're right? Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Mm-hmm. Right. So take the stress away from that thought. Number five, our last stressful thought for this one is it doesn't matter anymore. Yes, it does. Nobody who ever goes around saying it doesn't matter anymore. It, or it doesn't matter. You wouldn't say it if it didn't matter. You would just go silent. You wouldn't bring it up. You wouldn't talk about it. It wouldn't even enter your mind. Right. Like the people who go around and say it doesn't even matter anymore. Are you, are you serious? Are no, you I love the people who go on the long spiel of the whole thing that oh, yeah, went that, wrong. That doesn't come out of nowhere. No, that that's remember that's, that's the, the final tail end. Yeah, that's the final of a forty sentence. minute story. Yeah, but but it doesn't matter anymore. It's fine. I mean, damage is done. It doesn't matter anymore. I mean, so. it all started sixteen years ago when I met her, and then forty minutes later, the last sentence of that story is, "But it doesn't matter anymore." Whoa. <laughs> I got 40 minutes of detail that tells me it totally matters still. Um, judging by the 18 suitcases of story and oh, guilt yeah. and, you know, the guilt trip you've just come back from and that I'm currently going on, I'm, I think... The weight limit on those yeah. bags you travel with yeah. has got to break you, lady. got to cost a lot of money. No, anytime you catch yourself saying it doesn't matter anymore, just know that's a stressful thought and the true stress in that thought is the fact that it does matter and you're trying to convince the world it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Own that it matters and resolve it somehow. Because if it matters that much to you to lie and say it doesn't matter anymore, if it matters that much for you to try to convince somebody else that it doesn't matter, then the honest truth is you feel shame about something. Because you feel that it shouldn't matter, but it totally does. Mm-hmm. And you're wondering where that shame's coming from. Yeah, Like, if... Someone said something to you that was mean, right? Someone behind your back said, you know, oh, she looked fat in that dress. Something silly, right? Someone said that. You heard it, 
and you go on and on about this girl and her diet choices, and I mean, her husband's ugly and this and that, but it doesn't matter anymore. The honest truth is you feel shame because you've given power to what she said somewhere. Yeah. And you're wondering to yourself in your shame, why do I care so much? Why does it matter what she says? Is she right? Am I act? Did I actually look fat in that dress? Why? I knew I shouldn't have worn that dress. Why didn't I know? Yeah. Right. And yeah. all of a sudden, how many stressful thoughts can we throw in this? Right. Well, I couldn't find my keys that night. I couldn't find my mirror. Right. <laughs> like how many stressful thoughts will come from that? The truth is there's shame behind that stressful thought because it does matter still. Yeah. So resolve it and move on. Mm-hmm. Own that it matters. Right. It's okay to say to your friend. It still matters. And I don't know why. I'm not past this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. I'm getting there, but I'm not. So what is the difference when you say it doesn't matter anymore and instant shame covers you versus it still matters to me and you feel resolved because you've admitted to someone that you care about what was said. Yeah. You care about what happened. Something you has care affected about the situation. you. Right. Yeah. And you own the fact that you're human and you have emotions. And that is a one of the one of the things that totally separates us from other living beings on this earth is that we have the ability to process so much emotion, mm-hmm. feel, think, and express all of this emotion. We have the ability, yes. Yeah. However, <laughs> we don't always have the intelligence. No, we don't to often process do these it. Emotions, yes, yeah. Right. So, I mean, these stressful thoughts. Why didn't I? But what if I can't find my? I knew I should have, and it doesn't matter anymore. Are five thoughts that probably enter your life almost every single day. And cause you so much stress, pull away so much fear, uh, or put in so much fear and pull away so much joy into your life that's holding you back from so much. And the chances are pretty good that you haven't dug deep enough to know that there's something deeper there or that no. your language is is so off that it's causing you pain. And that to anybody else who is in touch with this kind of stuff can see that pain right on you. All you have to do is keep going in that thought. Keep digging. What is the stressor of this thought? Mm -hmm. Because it's not that you lost your keys. There's something else. It's not that it doesn't matter because it does. Right? Dig another layer down. Thoughts are like onions, right? They have layers, right? You can dig deeper. And the deeper you dig, the more you'll cry. It's just like an onion. (laughs) But I promise you, it will get better if you dig a little bit. Right? You will get stronger by it. Get over those stressful thoughts. Repurpose them. And then allow yourself to have clean thoughts. Understand your thoughts, become intelligent to your thoughts because your thoughts are the only thing driving you one way or another. It is the only thing. Circumstances don't matter. We know that now. And if you don't know that, go back to the very beginning of our podcast and hear about the model. It's one of the first few episodes. It will tell you your thoughts are everything. The things that happen in your life don't mean a thing. The thoughts you have about them totally do. And the stressful thoughts are the only things that put you in the negative. Yeah. Otherwise, life's rainbows and cupcakes and sunshine all day. Yeah. So just do it. 50-50, but yeah. (laughs) That's a stressful (laughs) thought. 50-50. No, that's life. It doesn't matter, though, Laura. No, it doesn't matter. doesn't matter matter anymore what you said. It doesn't matter. All right, guys. We wish you a fantastic week, and we look forward to talking to you next week. Next week, we are talking about the power of decision, and this one podcast can completely change the outcomes in your life. That's right. And if you haven't done so already... Feel free to go to www.theshredlife.com 
and sign up to be a part of our free um, Shred Mastermind program. And that is a uh, secret Facebook group that we have. You can't find it online. Some of you have tried and you've messaged me and I just tell you, you know, you got to go back to the website and then you'll get invited. But um, it's a group of so much support. Um, Dave and I do coaching calls once a week and um, it's a lot of motivation and I love the group. I love every how everybody talks about yeah. what they're eating, what they're doing, and all the changes they're making in their life. Anyway, it's so much fun, so inspirational. But let's be real for a second. What you're listening to this in your car or on your on a treadmill or clean your house, whatever you put your headphones on, you're listening to this, okay? And at some point during one of our episodes or during many of them, you probably feel like we're best friends. I'm going to admit, I do this with every podcast I listen to. Oh, yeah. Me and Tony Robbins, we're like best friends. Mm -hmm. Me and Brooke, we're like best friends. Like, she's talking to me most of the time when I listen to Mm -hmm. her, right? Anybody. Joe Rogan's podcast, I'm like, him and I have drinks once a week. We (laughs) must because of the way he talks to me. Right. In the podcast. So, it's okay, totally normal to think that you have the relationship. What I'm saying is, we can take this relationship to the next level. Mm -hmm. We can actually have live conversations. We can actually engage and help you in a more meaningful way in a more personal way and at this point with the way we revitalize things it there's no risk to you it costs you nothing people are like oh wow so they're like so there really was no catch no 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 like first name yeah email address bam yeah but a boom bada bing you're in we have you in our family now we have conversations we help you it's a way for us to engage in a more personal level and we thrive on that, and that's why we do this. Yeah. So please take the time, go to theshredlife.com and just put in your first name, your email address, and you're in. Yeah, well, then I will personally, myself, send you the invitation. She does personally herself. Personally, myself. Send yeah. you the invitation. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Oh, we are man. so involved. I knew I should have just, you know, said that properly. You did say it properly. Stressful I'm just so thought. impressed that it's still, it really is like, Although our businesses are growing and we're doing this, it's still you and I doing this stuff. When you see us on video, it's literally Laura and I trying to click, how do we start this video and how do we do this right now? Right? That's just, that's how it's we work. How it is. It's personal, guys. Join it's us. Stressful thought. Stressful. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you next week talking about the power of decision. Enjoy your week. Make it a good one. See ya. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Shred Life Podcast with your hosts, Dave and Laura Moreno. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit theshredlife.com on Instagram at the underscore shred underscore life underscore and facebook.com slash shredmastermindlife. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review and subscribe and we'll catch you next time on the Shred Life Podcast.